Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomelo. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Randall. We're still sharing a mic. We are still sharing a mic. We yeah. got a new mixer, though. We got a new mixer. It doesn't work yet, yeah. so we'll but make it work. It looks like the ones they have on the radio. Yeah, yeah. we got an honest to god for there real are mixer. So many knobs on it. It's a Pro FX12, guys. Hey, hey. For once, I'm not the only knob in this room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, he's uh, one of many. Yeah, you're uh, still the biggest one, though. Yeah. Well, Absolutely, the biggest all, there's knob. There's so many people out there who said, like, who wrote back saying, like, I know that you guys are doing this for free. How can we help you? How can we help you get a new mixer and make this to support the show? You can support the show by going to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast mm-hmm. and following and commenting. It was a flood of mail. Like yeah. Three bags full of Everyone listens letters. on iTunes. We've learned that. Our entire yeah. audience says I listen on iTunes. And Just we love us. iTunes. We love iTunes. We're still doing it on there, but please follow us. Soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. It helps us out so much. It does. It does. Yeah, but we should get to comedy, right? Yeah. I have a thought on what we should name the new mixer. What? I didn't think we were naming the new mixer. Uh, well, we are now. I think <laughs> we should call it the Minxer. Yeah, right? Kind of a sexy, like, because it makes us sound good. It's, a, it's the Minxer. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today! And... Bags! For real, guys! Bags are really useful! For the love of God, just use a bag! Johnny Manziel did not see the field and his name does not even appear in the AP write-up. Which makes this a... Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Tag Hoyer watches. If you got to tell the time, then look at your list and look at your Tag Hoyer. It's worth it. And... Boxes. You really think bags are going to be the ones to get you through those tough times? When you go through a divorce, do you want to put all of your stuff in a bag? No, you want to pack your stuff up in a box. An increasingly acrimonious <laughs> ad campaign. Really going after, and also like kind of personal there for the box thing, yeah. like hitting the thing of you know the divorce. Yeah, and, like, it's well, it makes me think of a lot of things. I feel like the box people they also have firing. When you get fired, you fill up a box. Yeah, yeah. it's true. They really have a lot. Imagine of... how much worse it'd be to get fired and have to carry your stuff out in a bag. Oh, that'd be oh, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, I don't it. even care for bags anymore after listening <laughs> to all those drops. Yeah. Brian Hoyer leads biggest comeback in road team history. Really? Yes. The rocket arm quarterback savant, Brian Hoyer, led the Cleveland Browns <laughs> back from a 25-point deficit Whoa. to beat the Tennessee Titans 29-28. to Holy crap. That is the largest deficit ever overcome on the road regular season. Boom. Dang. The Cleveland Hoyers snapped a seven-game road losing streak by scoring 26 unanswered points 
including 60 in the fourth quarter. Hey, hey, break up the Cleveland Browns, right? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, getting a little unfair. Say yeah. whoa. Hey, may, maybe make Hoyer wear like ankle weights or something. Slow him I down. Know. Well, it's it's the it's the Cleveland Browns football machine, okay? If anything, they're just coasting on the history of the franchise. Brian Hoyer threw a six-yard touchdown pass. Sorry, that's a touchdown <laughs> Much pass better. To Travis Benjamin with a buck nine left. And analysts agree he probably would have thrown a few more if the end of the fourth quarter didn't get in the way. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Hoyer finished with uh, 21 for 37, 291 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, one sack, quarterback rating, 72.6. What? Pretty good line. The interception was the first of Brian Ball Security Hoyer. (laughs) He is the first one he's thrown all season. And the first for the Browns. They were the only remaining NFL team to not have a turnover. Wow. Wow. That, I assume that's huge. Turnovers are fumbles and interceptions. Phil, those are? Delicious. No. Have you ever had a turnover before? <laughs> too bad. Not too bad. Jordan, uh, everything about what you just said is confusing to me. <laughs> yes. Hey, Brian Hoyer not turning the ball over. Not something I'm familiar <laughs> with as a fan of his at Michigan State. Uh, Cleveland Browns, no turnovers through their fifth game? Look what, out. What the hell is going on? To be fair, I think this is their only their fourth game. Didn't they have a bye? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It might be their fifth game. Whatever. Anyway. Either coach, way, the fact that it didn't happen in their first game is baffling. Let's check in with head coach Mike Patton. Okay. I did tell them after the game they got to stop doing it. I have an EKG scheduled for tomorrow because my heart can't take many more of these. Ooh, referring to comebacks. Referring to yeah, comebacks. Yeah. Not the interceptions. Oh, not say. just games or yeah, no, no. in general. No, no. He, yeah. he then continued, no, seriously, I'm seeing the doctor because I've caught Hoyer Bieber. Oh! I hear that's deadly. Oh, it is. Oh, if wait. you're the opposing team. No, that's yeah. Ebola. I was thinking of Ebola. <laughs> you were. That's deadly. It's apparently way deadlier than men's Almania. <laughs> Overhearing Coach Mike Pettin. Yeah. A sullen Johnny Manziel sat at his locker and racked his mind for a jokes, for a, a joke that involves him pulling out his dick that he hasn't done already. Ah, mm. uh, it's tough. Unable to come up with any, Manziel reportedly attempted to fart his answers to the press using a confusing Morse code system that reporters believed he was simply making up as he went. Ah, uh, boo! Like, Rewrite that. <laughs> that that's like I'm feeling okay. Was he also explaining it to him? That's the Morse code. He had to explain yeah. the Morse code as it went. Yeah. It's for if I want you to leave me alone now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry. In in fairness to Johnny Football, I mean, it, it's it's his inability to come up with a joke that involves him taking his penis out. He's done so many to this point. Yeah. You know, he's really mastered the media. It's pretty much like Simpsons coming up with new episode right. ideas. They're just yeah. not going to be able do to do it, it at The Simpsons point. already yeah. did it. Yeah. He's already done 300 and some odd jokes involving him taking out his penis. He's d- What's he going to do? Yeah. Done the what time is it? Yeah. You know, uh, done the, you ever see the man in the boat? That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Bart's going to have to like kill Lisa and swim in her blood. I'm not sure what the penis joke equivalent of that is, but yeah. That's the Simpsons equivalent. <laughs> yeah. Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Tag Hoyer watches. You can buy them overseas and then maybe you can save on the taxes. And boxes. Hey, oh, you just bought some groceries. Why don't you put those on a bag? Wrong! Put them in a box. 
which closes our Johnny Manziel Update Watch Update. Johnny Manziel Update Watch Update brought to you by... Manziel's Put Your Man Pups in a Moonfield Today. And... Bags! Come on, seriously, guys! Bags have been something you've used for a long time! They're really functional! You know what we don't seem to discuss is how, despite their advertising on the show, Manziel's have not really taken off. They no. haven't. I've never yeah. seen somebody wearing a Manziel. No. Oh, but no. I guess you're not supposed to because they wear a shirt over them. Mm. Are they really successful? It's I think they're like Spanx. Like, yeah. you can't tell them people are wearing Spanx. And that woman's a billionaire. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. So these Manziel people are probably billionaires as they're well. They're probably billionaires, yeah. That's What's the only way they can sponsor a show like this. What's on the show today? Uh, we got the, uh, the guy who was pointing his laser pointer. Oh, yeah, the, uh, I have his name here. So, in, in here, it is a, I uh, hope so. He's a guest on the show, Mark, Jordan. Mark Bislatch. Bislatch. Mark Bitch Slap. No. Yeah, there it <laughs> is. Nope. Uh, Bislatch. Yeah. Mark Bislatch. He... So, he's gonna come on the show to talk to us a little bit about, he's been permanently thrown out of Ford Field because he was shining a laser pointer at Bills players during the, uh, the Bills-Lions game. Right. Hey, Mark, by the way, if you're gonna do it, Maybe the kicker on his go-ahead 58-yard field goal at the end of the game. Not being too critical, but yes, I am. Regardless, he's on the show. He's going to talk to us a little bit about why he did what he did. Mm. We, bold choice, the laser pointer at a football game. Yeah, Is bold. <laughs> what about a weird sportsman? Uh, you're goddamn right we do. Uh-huh. And news, news, news. Oh, yeah, news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. NBA tells its players not to give three-point gesture in Brazil. Why? Players tell NBA not to tell them what to do so long as they're making them a shit ton of money. That's what I would say. What's the three-point gesture? Well, let me, let me explain. So, the yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers and the Miami Heat are playing an exhibition game Saturday in Ooh. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, Ooh. because it's stupid. Dancing yeah. in butts. A uh, little tension on the floor, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> However, the NBA has warned players about using a new gesture that's taken the league by storm called three goggles. After you, uh, so the, it's the A-OK gesture. Okay? Oh. Your thumb touches your index finger and you extend your middle ring and pinky like fingers like you're saying like a okay yeah but also three yeah three. the three right so sometimes it's thrown up in the air sometimes it's around your eyes like you're wearing yeah. three goggles there we go i like that players flash the sign after they blaze a three pop a tray or drain a toi that's that's only french candy <laughs> when i was yeah. in college i used to drain so much toi you got <laughs> Not true. <laughs> uh, so you can see how it would be a... Oh, oh, so in Brazil, sorry, this means fuck you or fuck off. Really? Kind of the same thing as draining a toile, right? Well, Boy, the, I might have gotten my ass kicked if I'd gone to Brazil before this segment, Jordan. The rough American equivalent to this is taking a dump on someone's face. Oh. Or giving them the middle finger. Oh, I see. I would not equate those two. <laughs> They're kind of, they mean the same thing. Yeah, they, they do, but if functionally the same. choice, <laughs> I would lean towards... The latter. Hey, different strokes. Yeah, different folks. folks. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so you can see how it'd be a bad idea if LeBron hit a three, gave his three goggles with both hands to the other team. Why? It it'd be saying it'd be like saying "fuck you" to your loyal fans in a one-hour ESPN special <laughs> under the guise of journalism. That'd and be that terrible. would be terrible. Right, yeah. right. The entire arena would form a conga line just to get uh, just to give him uh, the three goggle. The three goggles gesture back. Oh. Back to him. <laughs> yeah. The operations manager of the arena 
would kick up the building temperature, mumbling something about, enjoy your leg cramps, asshole. <laughs> harsh. Harsh. Yeah. In Portuguese, he would say that. Oh, not as harsh. Yeah. Oh, kind of lyrical. Beautiful language. The beautiful. phrase in Portuguese would be, um... Always assuming one of you two knew how to speak Portuguese. Do you not? Oh, Joel. <laughs> More LeBron James news! Oh, shit! Chris Bosh hasn't talked to LeBron since he's left Miami. Oh, my gosh, Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> asked, asked by reporters if he had talked to... So they're playing in Brazil soon. So the reporters are asking Chris Bosh if he's spoken to his former teammates since James's decision to leave the Heat. Bosch answered a succinct no, followed by caca. <laughs> As to whether he was looking forward to seeing James on Saturday at the game in Rio de Janeiro, he replied with a lukewarm, yeah, caca. I don't know. What's all this caca? To be fair, it was up until his third season in the NBA, Bosch was believed to be mute when he was later discovered to be a bird, to which English is a second language. <laughs> ah, that makes it tough. See, that explains the quotes. That explains it. Right? I was really confused there for a second. But you know what? If he's a bird, it makes a lot more sense. makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. So he goes on, I'm in the mode where I'm trying to lead my team. Help these guys out around here, he said. If guys aren't in this locker room, I don't have much time for them. If any. <laughs> this is tough talk for any bird. Yeah. Right. Get a lone one who plays in the association. Though... Not all that rare that he doesn't flock with people who aren't his teammates. Yeah. Huh. That's not all that rare when you think about it. Really, yeah. I mean, I remember... He's the, a bird. Yeah, birds flock with The last job I had, there was a lot of people that I really enjoyed working with. And on my last day, I told them, hey, we're definitely going to keep in touch. And we did not. Right. Yeah, I'm no. sorry about your lost relationships, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, Bosch, though, he, he also took meetings with other teams before just ultimately deciding to stay in Miami. With Dwayne Wade. So in that regard, he's no different than LeBron. He just chose to stay in Miami. So what's causing this hostility? Where is this coming from? You know, for LeBron going back to... Well, LeBron's a major philanthropist. Active in the Boys and Girls Club, mm -hmm. Children's Defense Fund, mm -hmm. and 1X1. But stunningly, he has his tax form show no donations to the Avian Welfare Coalition, Ooh. the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, Ooh. or Bird Lovers Only. Just yeah. weird for a bird. <laughs> well, no, he's not the bird. Oh, no. I see. Ba Bosch is the bird. Bosch, I'll remember that because they both remember <laughs> right. these. Anyway, Bosch ended the interview explaining that he's always in practice early to catch more playing time, that he has a unique eye view, and is worth more than two unsigned free agents. Well, you know what they say, the early bird catches the worm. You he's know always what early. Say. He's always <laughs> early. No, you guys didn't get the joke. No, I he's got always the joke. early to practice. I think Jordan already made that joke. I was joke. trying to make the joke. Hey, oh, did I steal the joke from you? <laughs> well, well, no, it wasn't. Realize, it didn't guys. work. So. Yeah, it clearly didn't work. So, well, we <laughs> thanks need... a lot for throwing me under the bus on that one. What I you just need to realize swung. is that the Bosch, 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 the Bosch is the word. Okay. Yeah. The Bosch, 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 the Bosch is the word. Bosch, 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 Okay, joining us now on the podcast uh, is Mark Beslatch, a Detroit Lions fan who was flashing a laser pointer at Bills players just last week. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Mark Beslatch! Comedy genius! <laughs> oh, Mark, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, comedy genius. You Woo! Work, 
<laughs> yeah. You were flashing it in the quarterback's face. You yeah, it was. It in the, the, the field goal holder's right face. Right in his eyes. <laughs> bragged on Twitter about how you got Kyle Orton to complain to the ref. 140 characters or less made him a joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, that really isn't uh, a joke. You're it's just a talk, joke. You're Come talking on. about what you did. You guys clearly don't get it, all right? Well, no. So they couldn't see a goddamn thing when I flashed it in their eyes. But don't you think that's, like, it's dangerous? I mean, I yeah. know it's not common for a laser pen, but you could cause eye damage that way. And you've been arrested for it. The police have found you. I'm an edgy comedian. What? I'm on the edge. You know Lisa Lampanelli? Well, of She's course She's a fat they... bitch compared to me. Ha, <laughs> ah, edgy. Mark Bitchlap. Whoa. It's not, it's not funny. Here's no. like, Mark, I don't know that the laser pointer is at all edgy. It's a what? very, it's a super oh, old sophomoric no, bit. No, yeah. the laser pointer's hilarious, all right? It's you guys really clearly not. didn't see the extent of my laser pointer comedy. Well, run right? us through it, run us through it. All right, so first of all, I started pointing right at their dicks with laser pointers. <laughs> see? People are like, okay, that's kind of funny. They're like, oh, what's that red dot? Where's that go? Oh, it's on their dicks. I'm now noticing a dick. And if it's a guy <laughs> seeing the dick, then he's like, why am I looking at a dick? It's funny. Okay, that so, is. Then also, no, no, no. Also, I started circling their nips with the laser pointer. <laughs> and I was just like, look, it looks like this dude's got boobs, only in their red are, boobs. These are really, like, obvious old laser... Like, this, <laughs> is really, this is not a new joke. I feel like it's never been all that funny. And it's that been was hilarious! Everyone was laughing. I don't know, like, you went to where the nipples would be on the boob, right? Joel, you're a comedian. I am. What's the most people you've ever had in one of your shows? <laughs> it's, uh, maybe, like, uh, 50? I had millions! I had millions at my show between no, really the didn't. live audience no, was watching at home. Millions of people were watching that and being like, I'm eating chip dip at home. Wait a second. That dude's hilarious. Well, I don't, I don't Time out. That. that guy's funny as hell. I don't know that anybody noticed it and you know happening except for the actual players. I don't think anybody was on TV like, hey, oh, is that a laser pointer? There's, people have very high resolution televisions these days. There's a the 4K. Yeah. 4K, people are like, whoa, that's like 3D laser pointer nips. <laughs> uh, I am going to extend this into quite the fruitful comedy career. I well, how don't are you, think you yeah. are. You Look out, Dan Cook. Here comes Mark Bushmack. <laughs> All right. So what's your next step? The next step? All right, I've got a great prank that I'm going to start playing in every football game, all right? Okay, but not the Lions, yeah, because you are not you allowed are banned for Not allowed there. there. There's a lot of stadiums left, and I'm going to hit them one by one, okay. doing my awesome brand of sports comedy. You guys wouldn't understand, all right? Yeah. So my Way next, my like next, we're the leaders in sports comedy by virtue of being one of the only people. You keep it. telling yourself that. Didn't get as big of an audience as my laser pointer. Alright, for my next event, I don't call them jokes, because they're events at this point. Mm -hmm. For my next event, I'm going to get a ton of nacho cheese. Alright? Okay. okay. And I'm going to put them inside of the jock straps of a team that I do not care for. Then every time they get hit, they're going to be like, what's mushy? Oh, it feels like my dick's got cheese in it. I don't think they're going to put on the jock straps. Oh, they'll put on the jock straps. Wear them out onto the Well, you think they're play. just going to get hit in their naked dong? No, they're going to no, put on the jock straps and be like, I got gross cheese on I me. I think they're going to notice I think the you're cheese. Honest, and then their wife is go they're going to go home to their wife or their girlfriend or their mistress. They're going to take off their jock straps to give them a blowjob. And they're going to be like, oh, delicious cheese. <laughs> That's going to be where the real joke is. 
That's gonna be the topper. You guys wouldn't understand comedy terms, but that's uh, a topper. Yeah. Oh, Mark. All right, okay. you, you got me, but I'm 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 all in on this. All guy. in. So after your brilliant nacho cheese and the jockstrap gag, right. which, yeah. which people are going to miraculously not notice prior to putting them on. Oh, can you imagine John Madden coming out of retirement and saying, "Well, that's right there. He's got nacho cheese in his jockstrap." <laughs> that's a good impression. Thank you. There, I see who the real comedian is on this podcast. <laughs> me, Mark Bushman. What, sorry, what's next? All right, the next one is a classic. Before the game, I'm going to take the ball and I'm going to stick it up my butt. <laughs> Alright? It's not going to be easy, but comedy's not easy. Louis C.K. had to work for 20 years before he started getting respect. Alright? Okay. going to stick the ball up my butt. Going to then either get a C-section or poop the ball out. Haven't decided yet. I don't and know then, you're going to be able to get the ball up your butt. Are you going to do this oh, in front of people? I feel like, I feel like you're... Let, let them... Okay. You're burying the lead, Joel. Yeah. Because guess what happens then? What? They grab the ball. They say, down set. What the fuck is that smell? The ball starts fumbling. Someone else picks it up and goes, oh, gross. (laughs) They drop it. It fumbles all over the field. The ref is like, oh, we're calling this. And then they have to pick up the ball. And they're like, oh, I got poop all over my hands. (laughs) It's like a hot potato. It's like a hot potato. And then people on the sidelines will be like, what? What's happening? Right? They won't know until way later. And then they're going to go, Mark, you are a genius. Mark, just to play devil's advocate here, wouldn't wouldn't the entirety of what's supposedly funny about this bit be accomplished if you just did something like rub poo on the ball rather than actually shoving the entire Joel, thing Joel, have you ever your picked your butt or and then also pooped on your hand? No. When you pick your butt, that smell lingers. You poop on your hand, one quick wash, it's gone. All right, you need to get that internal stank that only comes from the inside of a bowel. I guess I've never a football-sized shut... bowel. I've never put anything up my ass, so I would not. Oh, you really haven't lived. Understand. That's why I'm the king comedy, Mark Mushimay. This guy's a comedian who gets it. I'm a comedian who gets it. Just wait for my ultimate prank. I really don't know if I. Agree What's with the ultimate prank? All right, at this point, I've already been kicked out of a lot of stadiums, so I have to start really pacing myself. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. The ultimate prank. All right. I go into a locker room before the game, right? I take all of the shower heads and I replace them with Tabasco sauce bottles. I think they're going to uh, notice. Nope, they won't notice because I'll paint them to look like shower heads. She just put Tabasco in the shower head. They then turn on the showers. As you know, they're about face level. The first thing <laughs> they want to do, clear out their heads. Blind an entire team! <laughs> Never going to be able to play football again! Completely blind. The reporters will see him come out of the game and they'll just be like, I'm blind. Well, you mean like temporarily blind. Because blind they... forever. You get that enough seems... Tabasco sauce in your eyes, you'll never see again. Tabasco <laughs> bottles don't spray Tabasco they sauce. They will when I get dry. the Mythbusters team to help me with this one. Because <laughs> I'll think... be that famous. <laughs> Mark Wisherman! Oh, Mark, do you sell t-shirts? you got a website or anything? Uh, I've got a Spreadshirt store. <laughs> spreadshirt? You can look it up at marksmishamayershit.spreadshirt.com. <laughs> oh, man. Is yeah. that better than Cafe Press? Oh, it's way better because it's got Mark humor. <laughs> uh, you guys are going to love the next six months of your life. Thanks to me.
Well, thanks for coming on the show, Mark. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I really appreciate I really, it. Uh, I really like to express again, I don't agree with, with Jordan, and please don't do I, any of the things that you've described. Oh, I'm going to do that, and then this I'm going to have some guy. pranks for you guys. Oh, oh no. Never talk oh, into no. microphones again. You better use this echo mic forever. Mark, 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 Mark! For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman. To the people at home, you should know that this is actually something that Phil, if he's like the, the guy who says like three o'clock and all's well, hmm. you know, but prior to this, he's like in, now it's one hour from another Weird Sportsman. I do. I count down all week. All, all week long. All week. It's, it's really hampered a lot of Phil's uh, relationships. You know, people get a little annoyed when he does it over and over and over again, but we appreciate your dedication. Thank you for saying I have relationships. <laughs> yeah. This week's weird sportsman, Niger Morgan. Ooh. Say, Phil. Yep. Who's Niger Morgan? Why Ni- is he weird? Niger Jamid Morgan, born July 2nd, 1980, is an American professional baseball outfielder. Pretty strange position. And that brings an end to... No, 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 That is not weird. I mean, it's an outfielder. That just sounds... That's out of the box. Yeah. He's currently a free agent. Super weird. And that brings an end to an... No, 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 Phil. There's bound to be more weird things about Major Morgan. All right. I'll get into the really weird stuff. He's played in the MLB for the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Washington Nationals? Milwaukee Brewers, mm-hmm. and Cleveland Indians. That's racist. And in Nippon Professional Baseball for the Yokohama Dana Bay Stars, oh, played Japan baseball. Japanese baseball. Yeah. Tell you why I like Yokohama. Why? They make washer dryers and a major movie studio. Not bad. In his youth, Morgan played ice hockey, reaching the major junior level with the Regina Pats really? of the Western Hockey League in 1999-2000. Following that season, Morgan turned to uh, focus exclusively on baseball and was drafted by the Pirates in the 33rd round of the 2002 MLB Draft. Prestigious round. Yeah, 33. Produced such talents as Steve, insert later. Tony Sip. You know, he had a baseball career. Sure did. But really, nothing that strange happened until the Washington Nationals. Yeah. Uh, in May tw- uh, in a May 22nd, 2010 game against the Baltimore Orioles, Morgan jumped for a fly ball hit by Adam Jones, which hit his glove and caromed away. Caromed. 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 That's a weird word. And that brings it to no, no, weird no, sports no. words. Oh, oh never mind. Uh, Morgan thought he had knocked the ball over the fence for a home run. And reacted by angrily throwing his glove to the ground and walking away. 
Before a teammate was able to retrieve a ball, Jones had circled the base ball or the bases for an inside the park home run. Oh, those are always embarrassing. As he left the field at the end of the inning, Morgan heard a chorus of boos from the crowd. That's to be expected. Absolutely. What a weird thing to happen in the middle of a game. It's embarrassing is what that embarrassing. is. Embarrassing. Not quite Jose Canseco level embarrassing. That's not the end of him in 2010. What? Tough more? season. In August 25th, 2010, Morgan was given a seven-game suspension. It's a big suspension. For allegedly throwing a ball at a fan during a game against the Philadelphia Phillies in Citizens Bank but Park. But baseball players do that all the time. You toss it up to a Yeah, it's a, a little souvenir. Yeah. Well, Morgan was, uh, uh, he appealed the suspension cleared of wrongdoing, but still. Uh, on August 31st, six days later, Morgan ran into Marlins catcher Brett Hayes, and the collision separated Hayes' shoulder. Mm. Yeah, bad month, right? It continues. The next day, Morgan was hit by a pitch in the fourth inning by Florida Marlins pitcher Chris Volstadt. To be expected. Yeah. Later that night, Volstadt threw a ball that went behind Morgan. Incensed by a pitch, Morgan charged the mound, taking a swing at Volstadt before being clotheslined <laughs> by the Marlins' first baseman, Gabby Sanchez. Hey, Gabby Sanchez! <laughs> yeah, leading to a bench-clearing fight. The MLB suspended Morgan for another eight games and fined him an undisclosed amount. This guy's racking him up. Yeah. yeah. The suspension from the September 1st ball brawl was upheld on appeal, and Morgan started serving his eight-game suspension on September 17th. The league also gave him a $15,000 fine in addition to the eight-game suspension. Oh, my. Yep. The incident uh, came just days after Morgan ran into the St. Louis Cardinals backup catcher, uh, Brian Anderson, in spite of the fact the Cardinals catcher didn't have the ball and had stepped away from the plate. (laughs) (laughs) And the backup catcher, too. Holy crap. Yeah. I want blood! <laughs> you might think, oh, he might have learned his lesson. That was a tough month. He must have, yeah. I mean, after Certainly, all that happened, yeah. a single negative year, consequences, yeah. discipline. Pulled himself together and played like a gentleman for the rest of his career, correct? In 2011, he batted 304 and was third in the NL uh, in hit by pitch, 14, <laughs> and sacrifice oh, hits, 15. Morgan was widely criticized for yelling uh, out obscenities. Uh, twice on live TV immediately after the Brewers won the National League Division Series on October 7, 2011. Hmm. He went on to start swearing like a pirate. Mm. He played for the Pirates at one point. <laughs> and that brings it down to another Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close on the Sports! 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 Podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our... Con- you know what? Actually, you know what? Can we have the, the, the funny guy come in and do it. We have Mark Beslatch coming in. Mark Beslatch! All right! <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mark, here you go. Here's our contact information. All right. I'm going to read this off this paper, but make it super funny. <laughs> you can email us at Sports Sports Podcast. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to read. At sports 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 podcast at gmail.com. That particularly That's funny, sports 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 podcast at gmail. Uh, you can tweet at us at sports the number three podcast. That's at sports the number three podcast. Fart. 
You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports the number pod. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports the number three cast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod net. While you're there, please don't forget to and always remember to you can find us on iTunes by going to sports the number three space podcast. That's sports the number three space podcast. While you're there, please rate and or you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Or why don't you go to Stitcher Radio, uh, download the Stitcher app today at Stitcher.com, and search Sports the Number 3 Podcast. I put mayonnaise up your dick. Mark Waterloo! Well, that was unpleasant. That guy is hilarious. I agree. Is he I, Jordan? I first time know. I met him, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, man. As I'm looking outside he's right out now, there. he's currently pouring nacho cheese through the sunroof of your car. Ha-ha! Oh, God! No! Ah! Well, <laughs> he got me good. He did. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.